0: All right, let's get you updated now on the big story of the day. There's still lots of questions about what Canada and the United States plan to do with these Boeing 737 MAX 8 planes. They are still in the air, but really just in North America at this point, it sounds like. To talk more about this, though, we're joined by aviation expert Howard Slutskin. Howard, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Hi, Simi, not a problem.
0: Okay, let's talk about this. Like When you hear what's happening around the world, what do you think Canada should do at this point?
1: Well, it's, it's, I, I really have to echo what Minister Garneau is saying, uh, that um, there is still a lot that has to, be, has to unfold on this story. Um, it appears that uh, a number of aviation authorities around the world and different airlines are making the leap of linking the Ethiopian crash with the Lion Air accident uh, three months ago. And at this point, there's no indication of any connection whatsoever between the two. Yes, both aircraft uh, had an issue on takeoff, but um, there is no data yet that shows that anything links the two. And I think that's why both the FAA and Boeing uh, have yet to issue any kind of um, airworthiness directive, emergency airworthiness directive to say that the aircraft should be grounded.
0: Right. But clearly people are nervous about this.
1: Yes, they are. And, and that's uh, something that uh, individuals will have to decide whether they believe that there's an issue with this aircraft or not. At this point, the jury's still out. You know, you, you just can't connect the two.
0: Right. So we're also hearing that the pilots of that Ethiopian Airlines flight had reported to air traffic control that they were having flight control problems. Do you think this kind of heightens awareness of potential issues with that plane? Like, are pilots more aware now because of what has happened? Uh,
1: I, pilots are, are safety conscious from the second they step on the aircraft. And anything that happens during any phase of flight um, is going to be a concern. And they're trained to deal with any kind of issue that comes up. Um, what happened on the takeoff of the Ethiopian flight until the data recorders and the, and the voice recorders are analyzed, we really won't know uh, whether other pilots are worried about it. Well, I certainly can't speak about right. what they th- they're thinking.
0: But I guess from a customer service standpoint, if you were an airline, what would you do at this point?
1: That's a very good question. Uh, airlines, uh, except in North America, have decided to ground the aircraft. Uh, the North American carriers so far have not.
0: Right. Okay. So this is this is like one of, the, I would say, the biggest kind of problems to hit the aviation industry in a long time, isn't it?
1: Yeah. In, in many years, I think that the, the last time something this severe occurred was way back when, when the Douglas DC-10, the McDonnell Douglas DC-10 uh, had some issues with um, uh, the baggage hold and also uh, on uh, very tragically a loss of an engine on takeoff. but that was more of a maintenance issue than anything.
0: How technical, Howard, has flying become?
1: <laughs> well, <coughs> pardon me, just have a look at the flight deck of any of the new aircraft. Uh, they're very sophisticated. Uh, in large part, they're flying computers. The amount of software that's designed into the flight control systems is rather remarkable. Um, it's all there to help the pilots, though. The pilots monitor a lot of the, the operations, and uh, uh, it, it makes things smoother and more comfortable for the passengers by having this automation on board, and safer in large part. The number of planes flying are far more than than ever before. And uh, the, this, this issue with the MAX, is, uh, it's tragic. There's no question, but whether there's a direct link between uh, the automation that's on board an aircraft and what's happening here still has to unfold. There's still some analysis, I think, analysis that still has to come out of the Lion Air accident. And in the meantime, uh, Boeing has announced that they are making uh, software revisions to the flight control system. Uh, as a result of the line, air accident.
0: yeah, what do you think what else do you think Boeing should do? I mean, clearly, this is getting away from them. Uh,
1: it seems that it is around the world. The biggest question I have right now is whether everybody else on the planet has lost their faith in uh, Boeing and the f a a uh, you know i I don't know. I really don't know what Boeing's gonna do. it's uh, it, it they're they're really stuck right now because they're saying everything's fine and other regulators and other airline customers are saying, well, you know what, maybe it isn't.
0: Yeah, and that's, you're right, this has a to, lot to do with American Air Authority too, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, the FAA certified the aircraft and followed Boeing all the way through the manufacturing process to ensure that all the testing was done so that the plane was safe. Uh, and uh, part of what happened, uh, what unfolded with the Lion Air accident was that there was software in the flight control system that it seems that the pilots, uh, uh, for whatever reason, uh, didn't realize that they could override it. And uh, that may be part of the issue from, or it certainly looks to be part of the issue from the Lion Air accident. Whether that's the case in the Ethiopian one, we still don't know.
0: All right, Howard, thank you so much for your time.
1: You're welcome, Simi.
0: That is Howard Slutskin, aviation expert, talking about this issue.